information is free. The law. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to This Week's Criticast. The name is Larry. It is an absolute pleasure being with you yet again at the end of another crazy week. Uh, this week, I'm going to talk about uh, drunk driving, and I'm going to get some of your views in, uh, some interesting views on what we can do about drunk driving and that sort of thing. And then in the final segment, I'm going to talk about dating a pregnant woman. What do you need to keep in mind when you're dating a pregnant woman? A couple of tips and all that sort of thing, yeah. Uh, but first of all, I'm going to talk about, do a roundup of all the news, well, the main news stories I made the news this past week. Well, big story. David O's coming to Zimbabwe on the 29th of August and will be performing at uh, the Belgravia Sports Club. Yeah, that's where he's going to be performing. So that's pretty awesome. I like that, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like that. And then also coming to Zimbabwe, Tony Braxton and Babyface are going to be performing in Zimbabwe. So, yeah, a lot of... Uh, yeah, relatively older people will be watching that. Take it back to the 90s and listen to some of that old music and all that other stuff. And they, they did have a, a successful album, which according to South Africa, was uh, in South Africa, it was the most successful international album last year. That was the album, what's the name of that album? Uh, Love, Marriage, Divorce and all that other stuff. Yeah, it is what it is. So they'll be here on the 28th of August. So that's going to be a broke five, broke weekend. Yeah, what else happened? Zimbabwe beat India in cricket, which is uh, pretty intense. So, yeah, pretty uh, awesome that Zimbabwe able to do that. So we're excited about Zimbabwe beating India in cricket. And, uh, and you know, I spoke to uh, one of the guys who was uh, instrumental in that series, Chamuchi Baba, and this is what he had to say about the series. It's been exciting, and uh, I'm happy today I managed to contribute, and we won the game. I was happy because, you know, we, we managed to get quick quickest, and it was important that, you know, we get Bini out because it's been good for them uh, at the back of the innings. And... Uh, you know, I managed to take a blinder and, you know, change the game. Yeah, and an excited Chamuchi Baba there. And also happening this past week, uh, and it was a great sporting weekend, Zimbabwe beat uh, Moldova 5-0 in the Davis Cup uh, relegation match. So that means we stay in Group 2, also going to go and disappear into oblivion. So yeah, shout out to the guys who played in that. Martin Zua and the boys, great uh, tennis that was played in Zimbabwe. And the Zimbabwe football team uh, went, uh, well, the under-23s, were able to get a 1-1 draw at home to, uh, what's the name of that country, to South Africa. So, yeah, I was still in there for the qualification match. There's going to be a match against uh, South Africa, a return leg match. So, this is pretty dope. And also, uh, in some more sporting news, a great sporting weekend, Charles Manucci won his boxing match all the way in Germany. So, yeah, pretty awesome that, yeah. Very really exciting. Now, again, away a bit. Of, oh, sorry, but then some really weird. Uh, just forgot about this. Zimbabwe will not be at the World Cup in 2018. Well, not that we're, we're, we're favourites to qualify or anything like that. Well, the Zimbabwe football team is not going to be in the draw for the World Cup in 2018 over a debt that is owed to a football coach by the name of Valinius. Not an exciting guy. Uh, just yeah, paying for a really bad mistake from years ago. And then again, away from sport, uh, Zimbo Jam founder Fungai Tichawangana got married. Yeah, well, he got married. He, he wed his beautiful bride, Verity Norman, uh, in the United States and Massachusetts. So shout out to him. Congratulations to the couple. And um, also happening in... Oh, there was this uh, spat. I don't know if you saw it on uh, social media. Knox came out 
and he came and said all sorts of things, nasty things. I mean, I think a lot of the things he said were, were facts about the um, Zimbabwe, about the uh, Zimbabwe entertainment industry and why Zimbabwe had not been considered for anything at the Mamas. But uh, there was a model uh, out there by the name of Oliver Keith who took exception to some of the things that Knox had to say and sent out an open letter. You can catch that online. Uh, in which he talks about uh, how Knox should be really concentrating on his career. And also Knox swearing. Personally, I don't really have a problem with Knox swearing. I don't think entertainers should really be role models, but I think everybody knows my view on that matter. And then also, uh, you know, the news, do you see the the Reese's Christ cover from Reason in South Africa? We've got a picture of white Jesus carrying two women on his... uh, on his, on his shoulders, you know, the old white depiction of Jesus. And every, a lot of people catching feelings over that, but in my opinion, it's art, you know, it's art. You know, he took an imported culture and then made it artistic and sort of thing. I don't know, people catch feelings, it is what it is. And then also in really sad, sad, sad news, two accidents this week, one in Kapiringa, in Kapiringozi, sorry, in, uh, in uh, Zambia. Uh, 11 Zimbabweans died uh, when, the, when an accident took place there. And then another one in Kwekwe. Seven people died on the spot when there was like a really bad accident. And in line with that, on the other side, I'm going to talk about uh, drink and driving in line of so many people have lost their lives uh, recently uh, due to drink and driving. See you on the other side. The name is Larry and you're listening to the Querycast. Yeah, and now I'm going to talk about something that's like really depressing. I saw a post on Facebook from someone who's like, oh, I'm just tired and tired and sick and tired of losing people to accidents. And, you know, uh, because of something that's preventable as drunk driving and that sort of thing. And recently, um, MC Cheetah lost his niece uh, in an accident. And now the details around that, I'm not really going to go into the details, but it seemed that that person was uh, mentioned in, in the post. And the fact that we lose really really young lives I mean looking at people who are 20 19 20 years old and yeah so I just decided to go out and ask people you know what they thought about drink and driving and what they think needs to be done and these are some of the views that came out in the aftermath of a heartbreaking month in our small city of Harare I'm left with so many questions unanswered filled with such anxiety and sadness my fears are propelled by the fact that more than anything I am now a mother and everything I do, think, see, I do it through those lenses. The questions I have are basic. What steps can we take to preserve the lives of our youth in Zimbabwe? Is it policy change? Do we require a national debate on this? My friends with social and public influence, where are you? Is it re-engagement with the ZRP? Is it awareness campaigns? The rate at which one <clears throat> we're losing our youth that are perishing on our roads is not only shocking, but it should disturb us and evoke feelings within us to want to advocate for change. I, for one, am tired of crying. We have cried enough. We need to rally together, say youth yacho, and state what we want to see being done. The most ironic thing is our road carnage issues here are unheard of in most countries, but worse still, it's a certain demographic that's being affected most. So I guess the next question is who is to blame? Us? Our parents, the law, the nightclubs that irresponsibly law young adults with all-night open bars. I decree that the burial I attended this week of a young brother of mine who passed away will be the last. Enough is enough. I suggest we have a petition. I suggest we all play our part as individuals 
talking to people of influence who can advocate this issue on our behalf. Our future generation is dying before our eyes. Something must be done. May the souls of the faithfully departed rest in peace. It's a time for mourning, yet a time for action within our community. And it starts with us. Hey, Larry. It isn't sad that so many lives are being lost due to drunk driving, while society in general, including the government, parents, and friends, even bars, do have um, a responsibility in ensuring that drunk driving does not happen. There's only so much that all these groups of people and institutions can do. I believe that the onus ultimately lies, lies with individuals. It is up to each one of us to actually make the conscious decision not to drink and drive. So while government can try and impose stricter penalties and so on, I believe that those things can only do so much. It will not necessarily curb or even stop drunk driving. So I believe that what really needs to um, happen is mindset and attitude changes, behavioral changes. People need to really, it is a conscious decision and that's really what needs to happen. Until then, I guess not so much can be done. Hi Larry. Um, basically on this topic, I just think that no one should ever be responsible for your life but yourself. As an adult, if you're given the responsibility to drive, you should be able to know that you're not supposed to be drinking or rather getting drunk and then getting behind the wheel because when you do that you're placing your life in danger and probably other passengers that you're driving with you so it's not up to the government yes government can take measures but as an individual you need to be responsible for your own personal life and of others that you are uh, driving so it is definitely up to the individual as an adult you're given a license ownership into saying that you can actually be responsible for your own life so these people think that they can get away with it but then there's only that unfortunate day that something happens to you and you only have yourself to blame and that is my view on that I topic. Think people have just become careless and when we think they're invincible because you really know if you drink and drive it's dangerous and there's no tower all over the place and people are just careless. As much as government can help or tighten my laws and everything by easy to curb that, people will always find a way to just do it. So I think it's to do Nemono, just personal choices. If you're going out drinking, assign a driver or just do the cab way. Because it's and it's really sad in Maserajo Arugufa because of drinking and driving. It's just hard. Considering the um, accidents in Zimbabwe, my suggestion is uh, is everybody to blame, really. Um, maybe for now, maybe if... Um, government can insert, you know, some speed cameras uh, so that at least they'll have a record of what is happening on the roads and uh, uh, drivers getting um, penalties of whatever they do. Because the thing is, if there is no accountability 
people tend to just do what they think on the streets and that won't help really so for now let's try and have some speed cameras and police tracking everything and then we started from there some really powerful comments there really when you really think about it it's 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 loss of life and in my opinion, uh, the, the the key things that I picked up from what everybody had to say that I'll agree with is that it's everybody's responsibility. And I think I've, I've, I always say this, and this is one of the things, if you listen to this podcast regularly, I say this starts with parenting. So if you're drunk around your kids, uh, for example, they will think that is how life is. If you've driven a car and you were drunk and your kids were in the, in the car, right, what are they going to think? So one day when they will grow up, right, and they make those decisions, uh, in their lives, in which they driving around drunk, they feel like they can do that because you, their superhero, did that. That's the reality. They, you're you're putting that culture in your in your children. So when they grow up, they they do it because hey, my parents lived until 150 years and nothing happened. So so, so why should I do anything different? Not only that, I mean you know uh, in modern society. Back in the day, um, you know, someone I remember when I was younger, someone could stop me, uh, somebody's parent could stop me from doing something, even in an isolated place. Now, the social fabric of society is now you have 19-year-olds driving, you know, $100,000 cars because their parents won't deny them anything. And then what happens is that they're driving this $100,000 car and they don't understand the responsibility it has. And they went to the pub, to the bar, and they spent $1,000 on drinks and all that sort of thing. And so that child is being given the, respons- the sort of responsibility that even a 50-year-old wouldn't have on themselves. Like, you're not going to go there and drink $1,000 worth of drinks, and then you're going to drive around, and the next thing you're in an accident, and you want to blame the kids for the way we're raising them. Something that really frustrates me. Like, you know, we need to raise better people. That's what we need to do. And the stuff that's happening right now is just down to us and uh, how we're treating society. We're leaving these kids to their own devices. You know, they don't know what world they're going into. And, and we're just letting them go out there and as if they had, they know all the things that we do. You know, I'm 34 right now, but I, I can tell you for, for a certainty there are things when I was 25 that I didn't know. So why do you expect a 19-year-old to know, you know, about the dangers of life? We can be all be very specific and say people should jump into cabs and so forth, but you know how invincible you feel at that young age. We just need to do better. Kids deserve better. Uh, welcome to the final segment of the Criticast. Today, Ms. Larry, and right now I'm going to talk about dating a pregnant woman. Now, you can come across a pregnant woman, you know, sometimes it's because she's decided she wants to have a child on her own, and then she meets you and you guys sparks fly and that sort of thing. Or maybe she just came out of a relationship and she's ready to get another relationship and she's just pregnant. Now, uh, I'm I'm not really talking about people with pregnancy fetishes and all that thing. I'm talking about when there's like a real connection, and so. First things first, these are some of the things you need to be um, cognizant of. You need to be patient, okay? You need to be very, very patient. Why? Because, you know, all that stuff they talk about, weight gain, uh, hormonal, you know, hormonal changes, you know, bodily changes and all that other stuff and baby talk, that actually happens. It's not going to change just because she's not in a relationship with somebody who is the actual father of the child. So you need to commit to that. There's going to be mood swings. 
You know, there are times that because she, she might be coming out of a relationship, she could be unsure about the kind of relationship, the relationship she, and the, she is in now. There are raw emotions. Maybe she's, she's just gone through a split. But, you know, you're, you're just coming to this uh, period that she's just like, yeah, let's do this. And not only that, you know, um, uh, some of the, uh, the things that you have to take into cognizance is that uh, she's worried that it might not work. Maybe you're just around for the sex and so forth. And maybe she's just had a breakup and she's not thinking, oh, can I, I might just end up in another big split and it's going to be terrible and that sort of thing. Uh, and, they say, and also uh, they say, you know, um, you also need to f- find out a lot about the sort of things that she, 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 she's, she's sensitive about. You know, just learn her as a human being. Don't treat her on the basis of some theory. And as far as uh, you know, the bring, you know, pregnancy is concerned. But having said that, also read a lot on pregnancy. Read a lot so that you can be involved in the discussion. Don't be interesting. I always say in life, be interested when you, if you want to be de- dealing with people. So be interested in everything that she's going through. Make her realize that she's not alone in a lot of the things that she's going through. Because, you know, there's a sort of even when there's a uh, there's a marriage concern, there's a lot of uncertainties about you know what might happen when you when you give birth and that sort of thing. But in this reality, she, she needs assurances. And it's up to you to give her those assurances. And that's the big thing. And other than that, you'll be gaining a really wonderful person in your life. And that's the important thing. When you realize that you're gaining an amazing human being, then that's great. It makes it such a beautiful thing. And with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's Criticast. And I say uh, do take care of yourself and the people that you love. If you want to begin in touch with me, the email address is info at larryquirirai.com. Or if you follow me on Twitter, it's at quirirai. Yeah. And uh, also, by the way, check me out. I am on the latest episode of Tonight with Zororo. Just go on to um, YouTube. Just go for to look for Tonight with Zororo episode three. I was interviewed there. And yeah. Shout out to Zororo. Also, uh, catch me on ZFM Stereo between uh, 6.30 and 7 p.m. every Friday when I, uh, I've i got a show there called uh, The uh, Switch. Uh, together, my co-host, uh, Kundai Chiyanika, and also powered by the movement. Other than that, take care of yourself and the people that you love. And remember, in life, it is easier to judge than to understand. Take care of yourself. It's been Larry. It's been The Criticast. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? And just one last thing. Um, two years ago today, we lost the late Joanna Zomarare. And yeah, she will live forever. Rest in peace, Chi.